right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. You got to check this out. Seriously, you got to check this out by now. I don't know what's wrong with you. You're just wasting time. I'll tell you more about it in a minute, but you got to go do that, get the mobile experience. You'll see what we mean. Now, Kevin, I don't know about you, man. You are fired up for today's podcast as we continue our road to SEMA. Man, today's going to be so much fun. We got a fiery little guest, and she is a blast. We know her so well, and I think... I think most people listening do too. So you guys get ready yeah. to strap on, have a good time. Uh, we got Bogey in the house from All Girls Garage. Woo, yeah. Uh, she's fantastic, man. It can turn a wrench too. A lot of times when you see, you know, it's funny because in an industry dominated by men, man, when girls are determined and they're they're out there making a name for themselves, putting out product, cars, builds, doing the, the right thing and the right moves, not only they they seem to be competitive, aggressive, um, and 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 pushing as far as motivation goes, but they bring up everybody around them. They're gonna be more thorough about the job, I think, than a lot of guys that you go to, just to prove the point, you know. And to me, that's pretty damn cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a wife engineer who's in a man's world typically, and yeah, I mean, I think sometimes you feel like you gotta, you know put a little extra effort in there to 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 really show that you're legit that your work is as good as anybody else's and a lot of times man it is better because they are on it and this girl is on it man she is everywhere fully trained you know she goes back to you know universal technical institute she's seven year bmw mechanics she's owned her own shop she's got her own tv show she's got her own garage going on she's got builds going on she's going to sema She's going to SEMA, bro. She want me at BMW mechanic because Germans are silly with their engineering. They'll if you got a certain clamping force you can hit with six bolts, they'll put thirteen in it just to make sure. Those That's guys right. are ridiculous, man. I don't know what they're doing over there, but I feel like it's in, under the influence. <laughs> it's like, man, they give <laughs> they give no you know what, man. They're uh, they're engineer fanatics. So for her to be a a veteran in the BMW world, that's definitely saying something. Uh, not to mention, she's got a, a love and fascination of a certain type car, which to me I found really interesting because 
sometimes cars, albeit not the the normal application we would want to build, man, they garnish your attention, uh, a lot of attitude, and man, they make a really, really cool platform on a lot of occasions. And I think she's got one, and I can't wait to talk to her about it because it's it's a rare bird, and I, I like rare birds, man. I like to see them fly. Well, let's bring her on, man. I think we got to take a quick break, man. We come back. Bogey from All Girls Garage and the Girl Gang Garage and the next SEMA Builder uh, we're going to talk to you today. On the road to SEMA, let's see the progress they're making because, man, it is a rough road this year. Not only is the deadline of SEMA every year just brutal, right? Just absolutely brutal. And Willie can tell you, man, we've had, we've had some of his discussion and story and his progress on but the part shortages, the material shortages, just the labor shortages, everything is stacked against anyone trying to make it you know, on the road to SEMA this year. So we're gonna check Absolutely. in with Bogey here in just a second and see how the girls are doing and get a little more inside scoop. There you go, man. It's proof, y'all, nowadays for parts, proof that nightmares occur while you're awake, <laughs> not while you're sleeping. We're back in just a minute to Two Guys Ride Podcast, Kevin Bird and Willie B. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. You really should check out their mobile experience. Anybody who's been to a parts store lately, you fought that fight for them to only say, okay, I got to get it from the warehouse. It'll be here on Tuesday. And you're looking at your watch like, it's Thursday, bro. Wait. <laughs> um, you can get parts dropped right to your shop door. Check it out, CarParts.com. It's, it's simple. Man, how convenient is that? And at huge discounts. Man, you can't knock it. Check them out. You'll use it again and again. Yeah, it's parts made easy. Bogey, bogey, bogey. Welcome to the show, man. So awesome to have you on. Man, you know, so, right, we do Two Guys Garage. She does All Girls Garage. There's an affiliation. We're like brother sisterhood going on, but we only get to catch each other typically, you know, at big events like SEMA. So we missed you last year. I missed you big time. Uh, I'm hoping to catch you this year uh, and can catch up. We got a lot of catching up to do, but we can start right here. Let's be honest why we don't catch up with her, cuz, because she's on the red carpet. We're not. We get That's red carpet true. one event. That's true. They sweep her away, the crowds, the cameras, you know, all yeah, the cheering. Man. We're in the background going, hey, hey, girl. Hey, you remember we'll talk us? To her about the MTV Music Awards. That she we just were went here to when you began this journey. <laughs> yeah. Might be being a uh, little bit dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hey, Bogey, tell us what's going on because. You, of all people, have been, you know, kind of like us. we got semen to crosshairs. you got big events. you got crazy builds. What's going on in your life that everybody needs to catch up on? And tell everybody that motivation wall behind you and why you have it there. Oh, yeah. So many questions all at the same time. Okay, we'll cover the motivation wall real quick because that's a, that's a simple one. The rest of them are much more complicated answers. Um, so this is our little wall of motivation at my shop. And it is all pictures of women um, mechanics, women, um, you know, airplane mechanics, motorcycle mechanics, helicopter mechanics, steamboat mechanics, like body techs, all sorts of amazing women in the kind of automotive and adjacent trades. Shirley Mo Downey on there? No, there's a ton of women who aren't up here. We need a bigger wall. Hey, <laughs> hey, let me tell you a story. My dad was watching... You know, the NHRA back when we used to watch racing when I was a kid, 
Shirley Modani beat Big Daddy Don Garlitz. And uh, I, I turned to my dad. I almost dropped a tear. And I'm like, how? Why? How did a girl win, Dad? I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it. <laughs> you know, explain it. They're just cars, machines. You know, it's reaction time. Yeah, the car don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cars don't know. The tools don't know. <laughs> no, no. But as a kid, I was like, wait, that's my hero. He just got mopped up by her. Uh, it was so funny. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's a great experience because I remember that in my mind and thinking to myself then, look, they, they could beat anybody, man. Never take anybody for granted. So I yeah. laugh at people that do. Uh, and typically when I find a, somebody like a female in the lane next to me, I know their reaction time is going to be faster than majority of men because less muscle mass for that for that you know that little shot of electricity from the brain to the muscle to fire it actually gets there faster statistically women are faster on a tree than men interesting so you you got to respect them man it's, it's yeah it, and you guys i love that you take that and find females in automotive stuff and motorsports uh and and highlight them because it, it truly is something that has been missing for a long time. And I, I love that you're so fueled by that and honored by it. I appreciate that. You know, for me, I think it's really important to, you know, to see diversity in, in what's out there, to see men and women, young, old, different colors, different ethnicities, like doing all sorts of different things. Cause I really believe that if you see it, you can be it. And too many times, like, especially pre-social media days, like, you know, when I was coming up, I didn't see any other people who looked like me doing what I wanted to do. And it, it's, it was difficult. All I saw was guys, all I saw was men. And when I said I wanted to do it, we were like, you can't do that. Girls don't do this. So being able to see other women doing it, I think is super important for young girls to do. And, and even older women to see it and be like, yeah, I can, I'm on the right path. I can do this. This is, this is something I can achieve. No, and I think everybody needs that relatable figure out there doing the things that they want to do, whether it's, you know, anything, being the president, you know, in, in politics, whether it's being a doctor or a lawyer, uh, mechanic, welder, technician, it doesn't matter. You just, you need to see people and go, if they can do it, I can do it. 100%. You know? And that's the cool thing about social media, like, is I hate social media sometimes. Um, but what I love about it is how easy it is to find other people doing all sorts of different things. And when, I guess when I was coming up, I just actually recently got to work with um, the woman who was the first other female mechanic that I knew existed. She came down to the shop uh, to work on the all-female build with me. And back when I was in high school and they didn't want me to take out a shop and, I, and girls don't belong here. And my mom found an article written about this other lady and, uh, and gave it to me. It was like, see, she was a Honda technician at the time. And she was like, all right, well, she can do it. I can do it. And now we have social media. So like we can see all sorts of women doing this stuff, but it's still super important to get it out there. Hey, I, I say probably two or three times a week, you know, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, you, you got the hustle and that's all that matters. You saw something, uh, you went for it and you, you've made a real name and a, and a career out of it, uh, which leads us, you know, to our, our next topic here is, is, you know, with everything that's come your way, did you ever think that you would get the call to build a, a SEMA car? That you would be, you know, that you would be 
to that level. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Like I did not expect to be building a SEMA car ever. Like I'm a mechanic by trade. I until recently didn't know anything about body work or metal fabrication or any of that. Um, and honestly, it, it all kind of came out of a desire to bring women in the industry together. So I had this crazy idea that I was going to restore a truck and I was going to bring together all the ladies I knew and we were just going to do this thing. And I, I didn't expect it to become a SEMA build. And then. Right. But don't tell us, don't tell anybody what it is. Oh, yet. That was, so that was the first the story. one. <laughs> that was the first yeah. Build. Don't reveal what it is yet because we want to say that for this next block because we're almost out of time. But I, I, I know firsthand my man bird i got to see his car when i first joined the show and i got to tell you man there is something about having your your fidelity right because in the end that's truly what it is that's on display everything from your time um your blood sweat tears god knows your money right your own personality what you are as a driver racer car enthusiast is defined at this one particular show. And a lot of times you see 69 Camaros. They're, you know, they're always over the top, but they're common, right? You're gonna see, you know, some of the cars like a Chevelle or a 57 Chevy. Now, when Bird did his LS swap in that BMW, nobody had created a kit yet. So seeing something like that was like, whoa, seeing the people around it, looking at the fab work and the attention to detail, uh, it really does lend the builder a stage that you don't really, you, you don't get to share, but with the most elite people in the world. Uh, for you, Kevin, I know, yeah, I, got, I got to see it a couple times, man. Both times I was just like, it's like hallelujah lights, man. And like a should be up on a shrine at a church with stained glass behind it. Um, it does give you that feeling. And I can't wait for Bogey to have it. But that's something that you got to experience. Well, it's a lifelong journey, right? You started out at 16, getting into cars, working on your Volkswagen. And, you know, however many years later, the journey, right? It's an accumulation of all those you know, blood, sweat, and tear moments, like Willie sure. said, you know, to get to the level where you can, you know, build something, present something that you're proud enough to put on that stage. Man. So your first interpretation, in your opinion, the first thing you were going to tackle was a, was a truck? Yeah. The very, the very first all female build and the first SEMA build events I've done. This is my third one now that I'm working on. So. Wow. Not one, not two, but three SEMA yeah, bills. Flex, dude. Oh, man. Oh, hey, we just no got doubt. flex. No doubt. Those. She's like, She's like muscles. <laughs> Look at this. So the, the first one, I did the opposite of, of what Bird did. I, I took a, a Chevy and put a BMW in it. So What? Huh? <laughs> Why would you do that? What in the methamphetamine is that? <laughs> Who does that? Uh, I do crazy stuff like that. It, it was all about drawing attention. It was being crazy. It was pushing us to do, like, to challenge ourselves and do something we'd never done before. I'm not one to talk. I'm not one to talk, girl. You just go do your thing, you know? And you got that BMW blood in you, so wow. if you got to do it upside down or sideways, you know, it's, it's yours. It's yours. But you put it in a, you put it in a, what kind of pickup truck? Uh, it was a 57 Chevy. Oh, like an Apache or something? Like a um, not an Apache, just a regular, it was a step side, regular old 57 Chevy pickup. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, you put a BMW engine in it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. that was back in 2017. It was insane. And uh wow. and that was kind of what started it. That's what started doing the all-female builds. That was the first one. 
Uh, we had one at uh, 2019, and now we're doing our biggest all-female build that and biggest undertaking that I've ever done. It is absolutely insane. Um, it's just a, an unreal project, and uh, really, really stoked about it. Man, uh, well, look that that sounds unbelievable. Think about it. I, the the thing that comes to mind when I think about a a 57 Chevy pickup truck with a BMW engine in it. My buddy used to have this dog and. It was some sort of kennel, drunken kennel experiment. I'm not sure, but it was like a Rottweiler with like a Pomeranian or something. It had like a, no, it was I think a Rottweiler and a wiener dog. Yeah, it, it literally had a torso big around as a tree and about three inch legs. It looked like a, it should jump in a comic strip. Um, it, I feel like that was that truck, but I'm interested to see how, how it actually worked. Here's the deal. We got to take a break. We want to find out more about the build that's number two and also the build that you're going to reveal sometime soon and what's uh what's it like trying to get the SEMA this year next year all the hurdles that we're facing we're back in just a minute on the two guys garage podcast with kevin bird and willie b it is two guys garage podcast he is kevin bird i am willie b is presented by carparts.com tell him about it bird preach it Hit it with something, man. Give them the warranty. Give them the fact they get parts dropped right to your door. Give them the mobile. Give them something. Never mind, I just did. Uh, no. <laughs> you just did it, man. Sweet. I love uh, when you do my job. It's awesome. I'm just going to sit back here. It's Ooh, easy relax. like Sunday morning. Um, all right, so, Bogey, you're on All Girls Garage. You've been a mechanic for years. You're, you're slaying it in the business. You've got a trusted shop name, which is... You know, reputation is everything for a full-blown mechanic shop, especially one serving and, you know, doing the cars that, that you chose to do. SEMA is one of those platforms, and Bird can tell you, how long out, Bird, did you have to plan on it? And it doesn't matter if it's six months, six years. You're never ready. You're never – if it wasn't for the last minute on a SEMA build, none of the cars would be completed. Nobody gets it done two months before. It's like, yeah, I'll take it to SEMA in a little well, bit. Well, <laughs> never happened. you and my friend, we're dummies. We're, we're – we're we're taking this on pretty much solo. Like, you know, like it's great to have a team, a shop, and that's typically what you're gonna find. Obviously, with a ringleader, uh, you know, with the vision, the whole plan, driving force, and all that stuff. Uh, but man, going solo on a build at that level, uh, it, it got it got kind of brutal there those last couple of months. You know, like you're just cruising through however long you're taking to build something. You know, you're go go going, and then you go, okay, I think this is the year I'm gonna go. I'm going to commit, you know, I'm going to get a spot. I'm going to go. And it's a couple months later and you're like, I-, I can do this. And then you start thinking about every nut, bolt, wire, crimped, this, that, the other. And you, you can't just, it's not putting a car together, guys. You know this. Uh, taking a car apart, putting it back together, that's one thing. Taking it to a level of SEMA where you're polishing every bolt, everything is painted, everything is, you know, hand fit. Oh my God, it's a whole nother level. And then as you're building, you can't scratch anything. Like you're taping things off. Like you're afraid to put the bumper on because you could get a nick. You know, it's the one moment in its life where it's near perfection. You know, after that, you got it in parking lots and you're doing burnouts. But like this is that, you know, so it it's just grueling. There's not enough Adderall in the world for the, for the last month of SEMA. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad for you because you know I'm sad for Willie. He's he's going solo. He's got a couple buddies, but it's not like you know you got the gang of girls there when when it's two in the morning and you're just 
can't keep your head up and somebody's you know giving you a high five and you got some inspiration because uh, that's that makes it so much better but i know at the end it's still uh it's a tough road it's all uphill well bogey you've had to feel that yeah you've had to feel that in your past builds was it was it always a rush and and knowing what past builds have been how do you compare to this year I mean, it's, it's always insane. Right. And you, I didn't know on my first SEMA build, I had no idea how insane it was for everybody. And I remember beating myself up. Cause I was like, you know, I hadn't slept in seven days. It was insanity. I'm losing my mind. And I'm like, it's cause I'm a failure. It's cause I'm not a good leader. I'm not a good builder. Like I totally thought it was me. And then I started talking to all these other builders and they're like, oh yeah, that's, that's like totally normal. Like we set a dude on fire while we were building our SEMA car. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I was like, if oh, you don't oh. set a guy on fire, are you even right. a SEMA builder? Please. Yeah. Now the question would be on accident or on purpose, but we won't get to that, you know, level of detail here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't judge. You know, this time we were planning on bringing this build to SEMA this year. Um, it got bigger than we planned on it being. So originally, um, am I allowed to disclose what we're building now? Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> so we always like doing weird vehicles, you know, the BMW and the Chevy, like just kind of unusual stuff because it draws attention. Um, and then we decided to do a 1961 Volvo PV544. So that's like a goofy car to begin with. It is wow. a very goofy car. Yeah. All right, hold on. So people Googling it, a, a Volvo, say yeah. it again. It's a 1961 Volvo PV544. Yeah, Google away, guys. Google away. You're going to want to see this. Now, this is my interpretation of it. Uh, it's a Volkswagen bug from the A-pillar back. And then sort of a normalish car going forward. It's an odd duck of a car. Um it looks a little bit like an old, like, 1930s Ford Coupe, kind of, sort of. Or Ford, yeah, it's weird. Um, in the back, it looks like a Volkswagen Bug. In the front, it looks like somebody dropped a piano on it. It's like a weird, weird kind of thing. But, um, but what we wound up doing was partnering with Volvo Cars USA. And uh, so rather than just restoring the old 1961, we decided to do a body swap and put the 61 PV544 <laughs> on top of a 2019 wow. S60 hybrid Polestar wow. edition. Yeah. Okay. We we've decided to take it to SEMA next year because between COVID and like you talked about all the parts and because the women who take part in these builds, they come from all over the country. Um you know, a lot of people were and are still nervous to travel. Uh, people were having to cancel plans. And we're just like, this is this is too much. We want to be able to enjoy this. We want to be able to do this to the best of our ability. We want as many women as possible to come and participate. So we're like, we're going to push this back. We're going to do it to the most. We're incorporating as much of the technology from the 2019 as we possibly can. Um, so this thing's going to be absolutely insane. So you're graphing that old 1961 body onto a, a a modern, you know, um really a modern Volvo type car with all the creature comforts and all the suspension and safety measures and everything that that, that sort of prevents. It's uh it's a really cool car and they're pricey. That's a you know, that's a $60,000 car, man. I know. It was insane. Like, they let me cut it up. I'm like, somebody's letting me do this. Like, we got a 2019 that was virtually brand new, and I get to take all sorts of implements of destruction to this thing. Like, just cut it down to the floor. Then we had to cut it 
the floor in half so we can make it shorter because it's a bigger car than the PV. So it's like pure destruction. It was pure chaos. It was absolutely the coolest thing I've ever done. Well, this is what I was saying about the level of SEMA. It's not a restoration, guys, right? Restorations are a heck of a lot of work. And man, anybody building a car should be proud. Uh, SEMA is, like you said, cutting and moving and rethinking and redesigning and re-engineering and fabbing. And, you know, it just, it's a whole nother times 10. And just the, the details, because all of a sudden you move something, the carpet doesn't fit now. This, you know, panel doesn't fit now. This thing doesn't go where it should have gone now. Now you have to rethink and repackage and redesign all of these, you know, trickle down effects. Uh, and it just, whew, it's huge. Everything is connected. Everything talks to everything. And so if you have one little piece that isn't working the way it's supposed to, the car won't start, right? So all the way down to like the headlights, the headlights aren't normal. There's no bulbs in a 2019 Volvo. It's all circuit boards and LEDs and fiber optics. And there's a module in there that if the car doesn't see it, if the brain doesn't see it, it wrecks havoc. So we deconstructed a headlamp assembly we're going to be 3d printing a custom lamp or you know housing to be able to use all the volvo parts and put it into a new form to look good on this restoration so it's it's ridiculous the amount of technology is just like it's mind-blowing nice so what are you doing about styling uh are you going to keep it kind of spindly little wheels like the original 61 you got some bigger meats on it you stancing it you moving anything around on the body lines so it's gonna be way lower sitting the original pv kind of sat very like high and and kind of goofy looking in my opinion so it's gonna be sitting quite a bit lower slight stance to it um we're really hoping to do steelies but finding <laughs> steelies that work with the the newer cars brakes and all of that like it's a it's a really interesting setup the way they have it it's a super high positive wheel and so um we may not be able to do steelies so we're still trying to figure that piece out we'll see wow so have you got renderings of this are you are you how do you how did you develop what this car's final look was going to be like just on a drawing board and did you see it in your mind what what was it, what was it about that particular oddity of a car that made you want to choose that as the platform you know i chose that as a platform because it kind of fell into our laps it, it wasn't very intentional that we were doing it i loved the fact that it was an oddball car um but they're funny looking and to make it attractive is a challenge. Um, I worked with Pinstripe Chris to get the, the stuff out of my brain and get a general idea of it. But I, my style is just kind of sleeked out, really smooth lines, really streamlined, um, very kind of, I don't know, slick, simplified down, but sporty. Um, but a lot of the look is going to come from the fact that we're putting it on this big old S60. So we needed big, wide fenders. We needed like, we needed to totally widen this thing. So a lot of it's at a necessity and then still trying to make it look sleek and resto mati and um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the original, in my mind, the original, it really looks like a Volkswagen bug you know, a pillar back. And then the hood looks like it's a PT cruiser <laughs> comes straight out, out at you. And then it's got another car grafted underneath the hood. That's more like an, an MGB front end. Uh, so it's like a couple, three different cars, like all stuck together. It, it's an unusual one for sure. I mean, it, it's 
people are going to walk by and be like, what the heck was that? I've never seen one of those before. It's been years and years. Yeah. You want people to walk by and be like, what <laughs> did I just see? Because right. <laughs> then we get to talk about it. We get to talk about women in the trades and that's kind of the whole point of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it, it is funny because when you see something like that and, and know that it's gonna, it's this platform, it changes the dynamic of, of, of everything. You look at that car and you're just like, huh? and then you understand what's gone into it and what's underneath it. And you go, wait, what? You know, like, yeah. Okay. You really, it, it inspires me to see, want to see that car perform because, uh, you know, y- you feel like something like that grafted underneath it would do so. Oh yeah. It's like 420 horsepower. It's a, yeah. the four cylinder turbocharged and supercharged engine with a rear electric motor. What a crazy combination. And it, it screams. Yeah. And yeah. they handle well <laughs> and, and it's going to be significantly lighter. I imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's literally just the shell of the PV sitting on top of this S60. So it's everything that the S60 would have just looks like a, a real curvy PV. Cause we're giving her a big old booty and she's going to be a curvy girl. I like the curvy girls. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> in, I'm in. This is going to be great. So are you guys on track? What, what's, what, you know, what's up against you? Um, I mean, we we could have pulled through and gotten it done this year, but it would mean no more sleeping and a lot of insanity. And um, as you may know, I started filming. Uh, I joined the Garage Squad team earlier this year. Yeah, congratulations. Woo. So now I'm filming two TV shows in two different states and traveling all over the place. And it was it just became a lot uh, to try to do all of it. And I'm like, I, I wasn't going to be doing the women involved in the build justice by trying to rush through and 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 force ourselves to go to SEMA this year. There was too many challenges. Volvo coming on late, COVID, travel concerns, parts concerns, like all the things were like, stop. We want to enjoy this. We want to have fun with this. We want to do it to the best of its ability. So next year. Well, you know, I tell you what, there is absolutely nothing wrong with giving yourself some more time and space to to build it right and enjoy it. Right. I think in my, you know, listening in, you know, it seems like 99% of the whole build is to get that camaraderie, right? To get that elbow rubbing, not the angry, sleepy, tired, cranky, no fun. I hate this. Why am I here stuff? So, right. And there's no, there's no deadline. You know, it doesn't sound like there's a deadline other than what you choose. So, you know, to spread that out and get, you know, more girl time, more love time, more fun time, uh, that all makes sense. And of course, you know, this year is going to be tricky on how many folks can actually be there. So this is a weird, weird SEMA, it really you know, is. it really is. I'm, I'm really relieved to be pushing it back. It's going to be so much more fun and so much more value and benefit for everybody involved. So yeah, it's a good thing. And I think a lot of builders are going the same way. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get mine done this year. Cause I can't cry. I can't cry for another year. So I'm, I'm aiming for this year. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, uh, hey Bogey, tell us more about how we find more about you, the build. Are you guys doing stuff socially about this thing? Where do people kind of plug in and see this thing kind of come to life? Yeah, absolutely. So you can obviously follow my social media, um, which is Bogey's Garage on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, um, as well as my website, although there's not much on the build on my website. Uh, but also my shop is Girl Gang Garage. So you can follow along. Um, exclusively build stuff pretty much on Girl Gang Garage's uh, page. Um, So that's Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, We're trying to do better about YouTube videos and that kind of stuff, but man, it's a lot of work. (laughs) So social media is probably the 
best best way to do it. And hey, if you're a lady out there and you're hearing this, if you even if you've never worked on cars, like this thing is open to women with zero experience all the way up to 20 years of experience. So um, or more. Um, everybody's welcome. So if you're hearing this and you're interested, uh, there is a sign up sheet on the Girl Gang Garage website and all all females are welcome to come and play. I was going to say, man, it sounds like a really fun space. Uh, c- can I hang out with you guys? Sorry, no boys allowed. <laughs> don't! Don't! Hey, man, that's all right, bro. We get, Hey, let's set up a breakfast burrito stand outside, man. Dude, if we set up a pumpkin spice coffee stand, we would make, we would make hundreds of thousands. I'd finance my, my SEMA bill. Let's do that. Well, let's make that happen. Um, all right. Uh, we love you. Best of luck in all, and uh, keep up the great work. What you're doing, pushing the envelope. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, you guys, make sure you check out our show and their show. It's on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Pitch a fit. If you don't find it, you better be able to find it. Uh, we're also streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Uh, check us out there. Thanks to our guest, Bogey, my man, Bird. I am Willie B., our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget, we have a website, too, twoguysgarage.com. Lots of cool stuff on there, great links, especially the links to our podcast, which hopefully you guys have already found. And we've got, you know, social media everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, the Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright, 2021, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. So I went to Google Images and found that Volvo, that, that 61 Volvo PV544. You ever seen Animal Planet movies where the snake eats the frog? <laughs> it, it looks like a Volkswagen bug, right? Run up on an MG and is eating it like a snake eats a frog. I'm telling you, man. It's a it's a Volkswagen MG PT Cruiser hood slapped on top. Star car for sure. It's yeah. It is a it's an odd remedy to uh to make beautiful. I bet though, given some chops and some, you know. Continuing that fender down the door, and you know how they built the old, you know, the old slappers in the back, um, the old tail draggers, add some of the love like that on the back to it, and all of a sudden you got, dude, you got something working there. Anyway, um, that thing's sweet. Okay, well, look, we'll check you in the next two guys' garage. Plug in, play in, uh, check us, and Bogey's awesome. <laughs> Bogey, great having you, man. Can't wait to see you at the next event, whether it's SEMA or other. And uh, for all you guys out there, I had a great time. Hope you did too. We'll see you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.